Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boss. And you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Taped live at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. And also anywhere podcasts can be found if you're listening to us right now. Take a moment, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It goes a long way. Let's see if we've had any more one-star comments or five. So, you know, I want to I want to give a shout-out not just to the one-star comments because I li- I want all the five-star comments. That's what I want, Larson. Engagement is engagement. What's the, what is, what do they say about Roman Reigns? Any reaction is a good reaction? I actually kind of don't think that's true with this, but I could be <laughs> wrong. You never know. You never know. What do I know about anything? Uh, let's see. Dude, we, we got, a, we got a, at least new one patron today, too. Okay. All right, people. Now you're just now you're just messing with us. We got uh, a one star review just this past Sunday that says these guys do their podcasts in reverse. Because <laughs> we did that for SmackDown. We did. Dang it. Oh That's man, but we funny. got we got well. Oh, I was gonna say a bunch. We've we've had three since then since uh, since Friday. Oh wow. Uh, and they're very nice. Albert Joseph. Oh Al. Al. God, I always forget how to pronounce his last name. Jad Jagiello, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jagiello, yeah. Anyways, shout out to him. He's he he came back as a patron as well. He's able to do mm-hmm. that, and uh, and he sent me a word, and I forgot to give him another shout out. Uh, generally, if I see like a returning name, I'll, sometimes I'll skip it. Sometimes I won't. It well, all sort of depends. Skip. Here's a new patron, Matt Doolittle. Oh yeah, that's a great name. He should go. He should he should go get his PhD, Larson. We also had one Dr. on Doolittle, very clever. On Thursday, <laughs> David. We got David. I think I already mentioned David before. So thanks, David. And thank you, Al. And thank you, Dr. Doolittle. Thank uh, you, Matt Doolittle. For, uh, for Matt Doolittle, PhD. <laughs> Stop. Well, that'd be great if like he became if he got his PhD and then like he went around saying, Hi, I'm Matt Doolittle, PhD. And it's like, why 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 wouldn't you just say Dr. Doolittle. Say what? Anyways, uh, so uh, we are. We have one more Raw. 
until Money in the Bank. So this was not the go-home, even though a lot of it felt kind of like a go-home. What did you think of tonight's episode of Raw, Larson? It was great that Joe was on commentary replacing uh, Lawler because Lawler stinks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fire out the gate from Larson. uh, uh, The end segment with the contract signing was really good. Uh, uh, Drew said S word. Um, uh, and then, and then, uh, hit or miss triple H countdown was (laughs) great, I guess. Yeah. Stealing our thing. Did I, have I asked you what's your top triple H moment? What'd be number one in 10 for the win? Uh, It's gotta be coining the phrase more, but better, right? Yeah. It kind of has to be that VHS tape from DX. Yeah. (laughs) More, but better. Um, Next time we're going to do more, but better. That was aligned. Yeah. And we, ever since then we've used it. Um, uh, another really good match between Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. Uh, Jinder's back. That's Jinder's great. back. He should be on the thumbnail. Jinder back. Uh, another strong showing from Apollo Cruz. Got some bad news after the show, though. Otherwise, it's kind of hit or miss. Like, I don't know. The it, the women's triple threat match was a total uh, that, mess. That wasn't a match. It was not a I match. Know, but it was advertised. But we were going to get a match. We didn't get a match. What we got instead was an absolute mess. Yeah, I've got a, I got a, I got a lot of problems with those people. Uh, whoever put that crap together. Uh, yeah, no, you know what? Like it, it honestly, it felt like a five hour raw. Uh, however, dragged on forever. The final segment though, made up for everything drew week by week in an empty arena is proving just how great he is as a champion, man. He's killing it. He's absolutely killing it. Um, I thought his promo on Seth was fantastic. Oh, it was great. It was fantastic. The entirety of that of that contract signing was really good. And I'm wondering if there's anything Except that... Except that part where Lawler was there to introduce it because he stinks. <laughs> okay, man. He's old. Leave him alone. You can't make fun of at-risk people, dude. Um, I'm not making fun of him. I'm just saying he's bad at his job. That's not making fun of him. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, I don't disagree. Um, so... Uh, is there anything we can read from in between the lines here on this uh, on that that promo there? Seth was talking about you'll find out what I mean at Money in the Bank. Drew, is he just I mean, talking I about? Thought, I thought it just been Murphy, but then Murphy showed up tonight, so that kind of ruins the surprise, <laughs> doesn't it? But it <laughs> seemed like he was alluding to something. But he was just talking gotta, about Murphy. No, you, you got to think he's got another card up his sleeve. Seemingly, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Razar. Yeah, Razar's hurt. He's out. Apparently, they have no plans to use Aikam while Rizar's out. Well, that's uh, the thing. Like, can't can't they just do that? Like, just use the guy. He's I know. The, use Aikam. What, like, he's not literally tied at the... They're not even related. They're not even from the same country, which is bizarre because so, they kind of look like each other. <laughs> um, so, I guess he's going to get another tag team uh, under his wing. That could Forgotten be. Sons. Wait, they're on SmackDown. Yeah, they're on SmackDown. You forgot that. Um, wouldn't that be rad? Wouldn't that be awesome if it was like the Street Profits? Yeah, maybe not. That wouldn't really fit. They they changed their name back to War Raiders and make them the make it the War Raiders. Well, Messiah Prophet, spelled differently. Would they change last name to Prophet to P R O P H E T? They could do that. No, I would mean like Street Profit or you know they're 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 pretty over. So I don't think that's gonna man. Oh, that's one thing I, I that actually this raw completely died in my eyes. Because they didn't do the Viking Raiders in their car again. Yeah, they dropped I think that. you're the only person to appreciate that because I think everybody else thought it was crap. That's fine. Now we're back to them just being boring Viking guys yeah, instead not of great either. driving not around great. in car Viking guys. They should just do an amalgam of the two where they're dropping promos like that from their car with the red light in the back and everything. 
Time to get for the car. Yeah. How about they 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 drive like near red light districts? And then instead of just cutting the promo at camera, <laughs> they're yelling Vikings out their window at who love to pay for sex at, at pedestrians as they walk by. Yeah. Or people, if it's that situation, red light district situation, it's people uh, exiting uh, the houses of ill repute, mm-hmm. um, and they're cutting promos on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Viking Raiders, I am horny. <laughs> Viking <laughs> and I love to toss salad. Viking that person, Raiders. that person just got laid. Viking Raiders, <laughs> but he leave. didn't get it free. He had to pay. Viking Raiders, <laughs> just like we're gonna do here in ten minutes. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, let's kick this thing out from the beginning. Sure. All right. So it kicked off with. We're gonna uh, speed around some of these matches, by the way, because that six-man tag. I swear to God, if you have like, oh wow, I am shocked. That was that match was like three hours long. Truth be told, I really watched the last half of it. Um, (laughs) And you have four sentences written. That's amazing. I am so happy with this progress that you're making. Uh, so the show kicked off with uh, Samoa Joe sitting in Jerry Lawler's seat, and you already knew we were going to have a much better night. Yeah, as I mentioned at the head of the show, Lawler stinks. Um, opening segment is the VIP lounge with MVP for someone who's just supposed to be a producer. He sure certainly gets a lot of on camera time. Um, <laughs> he does. Why did he talk so damn much? This segment was so annoying. I was like, shut the hell up. And why did he like show up on the Tron? This is later on, but I'll bring it up now since we're talking MVP. And it's like, here, I got some uh, a hot new tag team Shane Thorne and Brand- Brendan Vink. He was like, like 0 uh, 10 the last, last month. He was uh, uh, Floyd Gondoli. Yeah. Meet boys, Brendan, Shane. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I thought he was going to show up there. It's like, oh, you guys are on a bit of a, a, a winning role here. I know something about being a winner. Let me help you guys. Right. That makes all the sense in the world. Right. I, so, I, that, I like that, Shane Thorne. Brendan Vink needs a second pair of trunks. Um, that This still but, could. Uh, hold on. That could, that could still happen, though, right? That could still happen, yeah. MVP, I think, still might. And because uh, when he, I saw him, I was like, oh, it makes all the sense in the world. And then he has these two lumps. What I'm thinking is, is, is Cedric and Ricochet will dispatch of uh, Thorne and Vink. And then uh, MVP will just go, ha, that was a test. You're worthy of, of my representation. Let me represent you. Yeah, you're signed. You're signed now. And It'd they're like, what? Uh, 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 I don't know. Hey, Titus how, worldwide again? how great would it be if he gives them shirts that says property of MVP? <laughs> Like WWE does with their stupid performance center shirts. No, it's like have it, it's like MVP Unlimited. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, yeah, actually, that'd be kind of clever if they if they made MVP into like the personification of like WWE's developmental system. Yeah, where it's all just good. exploitation. <laughs> I just don't want it to be another Titus Worldwide thing where it's like a good premise and there's good talent behind it and they just do nothing with it if it ever comes to pass. They see they they. Yeah, you're right. I don't want that. I don't want it to be that either. I don't, I don't I like want it Titus, to be turned into a comedy. I like Apollo Cruz in there. Dana Brooke was with it. They had good chemistry. It was funny. There was something going there. They just never did anything. With yeah, it. but here's the thing: they've never treated Titus like a real wrestler, and that was at the point where Apollo was basically buried beyond belief. At least oh, this tag team, they seem to like. You know, they put them in matching gear. They haven't given them a name yet. The ones and onlys. Uh, they haven't done that, so I, I don't. I get a different feeling from this. I think if they put them with MVP, they'll be okay. But I don't know. I, I, so. I say that, and then it's not. 
Anyways. I can see it turning into Titus Worldwide. I don't want that. Uh, yeah, I agree. Anyways, I agree. Anyways, this is a VIP lounge with MVP. He brings out Ray, Alistair, and Apollo. Uh, uh, MVP making his choice for winning the Money Bank briefcase. He picked Apollo Crews. We find out after the show, bad pick, MVP. Um, so he asks, <laughs> he asks each of them what it would mean to be Mr. Money Bank. And he's, he starts with Ray and goes, I know the answer. And it says, for you, cement your legacy. Uh, Alistair, uh, you to kind of pull your way to the top. Cruz, uh, you beat me. Um, and uh, essentially, like, it's about really proving yourself, interrupted by Zelina and her faction on the ramp. She says, no one in the WWE Universe wants to hear what Apollo Cruz has to say because he was just starting to talk. Um, but she says, the WWE Universe can't get enough of her guys. And uh, the, the, the three gentlemen in the ring don't measure up to her trio. The future they represent, the guys in the ring, is a bleak one. One where the Money in the Bank uh, contract exists somewhere other than Raw, so that'd be SmackDown. Yeah. So they all come down the ring. They kick over the velvet rope. Zelina suggests that Ray, Alistair, Cruz drop out of Money in the Bank and allow her guys to take their spots. Uh, MVP starts to talk. Ray grabs the mic from uh, questions uh, if Vega was really expecting them to get up their Money in the Bank spots. And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked. And he also wonders if they really came down to the pick fight. Brawl breaks out. Heel sent from the ring. Go to commercial, come back, six-man tag match. Well, I like that going to commercial, we hear Tom Phillips say, we've got six men in the ring. What could possibly happen now? What do you think is going to... Do you not pay attention? Yeah. Anyways, uh, this was a really long match. It took forever. But... The end of it was end of it was good. No, the end of it was great, and I was very happy to see that a lot of the match was sort of a spotlight. Number one, we got a little bit more uh, uh, Ray and Andrade. That was good. Um and it was spotlight Alistair for the younger was isolated forever. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, and then, but you know, in the end, it ended up being a bit of a showcase, uh, and you know, a bit of an enhancer for Apollo Cruz, mm-hmm. which is he good, the, given that like later on they you know killed him. Um, they got a he got a pin on the U.S. champion. That's great. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what is this? Uh, yeah, Apollo reverses the hammerlock DDT into like that sit down powerbomb thing. I don't, I don't know does. what they call it. It looks great. It. It looks really yeah. cool. It's like, holy crap. Um, so, uh, yeah, after that, we had the first uh, entry, uh, the first two entries of 10 for the wins. WWE's 10 for the wins. Top 10 defining moments of Triple H. Number 10. 10. Uh, he, he takes over. over yeah. Not after WrestleMania 14. Yeah. Yeah. This is when you get your friends. This is when you call the click. And everybody's like, oh, family. cool. Hall and Nash are back. To the click. Yeah. X-Pac. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and then number nine is when he beat Sting. We were there for that. We were there for that. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, after that, we had Andra- Andrade and Zelina interview. Uh, he's asked what went wrong, and uh, they commiserate for a while. He himself at Vega, and then they say, "Oh, uh, his partners let him down." Well, he was heated. He was super yeah, he was, heated. He, he doesn't was, like being pinned. Hot, yeah, nobody no, does. Not like that. Um, he says Apollo can't beat him. And a one-on-one match for the title. They leave in steps Apollo. He says, yeah, I can beat Andrade. In fact, I could do it twice in one night. And he was kind of uh, old, you know, like uh, the few times Apollo's had uh, mic spots in the past where he was, you know, uh, uh, high energy. Exuberant. Exuberant, smiling a lot. Then Andrade comes back in. Yeah, that stops. That stops. Because I was like, oh, you're being really cheesy right now. But man, the best was the best was yet to come. Yeah, this was rad. 
He was great. Once Andrade stepped back in, he had to be serious. He was fantastic. It was like that one time in NXT when he was actually showed some character, man. I know. This was really good. So Andrade comes back in and essentially tells Apollo, uh, you don't deserve an opportunity. Um, a little back and forth. Apollo slaps the living hell out of Andrade. Oh, my God. The, now, I don't and So I noticed that even when uh, Andrade slapped his own title because he slapped it, it was really loud. So... I don't know if it was like the acoustics of a slap. They or had a mic, a, a contact mic underneath his title, maybe. Something. But this slap to the face, he says, oh, yeah. what? I mean, this thing sounded like a shotgun. Uh, yeah, slapped the crap out of Andrade's face. And he said, how about now? <laughs> and the, it was so genuine, like the, the, the sinister sort of, you know, oh, I'm not going to be a pushover. You're not going to get the best of me here in this verbal confrontation. And I'm yep. going to slap the shit out of you. Uh, it, it was so genuine. It was awesome. It was a great little, was really good. great really little good. moment there for Apollo. He seemed very comfortable. Yes. Uh, and then uh, Zelina steps in and says, "All right, you'll get your title shot later tonight." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Drew and Seth video package. We'd see another one of these later. Um, Triple H countdown uh, number eight uh, entry. It's when he beat The Rock for the WWE title on SmackDown with HBK's help. I always was bugged by HBK's little tiny bicycle shorts. They were like little tiny booty shorts. And he was wearing like this at the time. And I remember you mentioning that every time this match is ever brought up. It takes it sucks all the drama out for me. I'm sitting there. I'm like, what is he wearing right now? He looks he looked like such a goober. Like such a weirdo. This isn't your home, dude. All right. Uh, Number seven is a bit where he's backstage with Trish teaching her how to get out of a, a, a wrist lock. They start banging and Steph walks in and she's like, whoa, what's going well, on that's, here? That's what it looks like. Triple H like pulls out. <laughs> uh, Steph throws a bunch of flowers everywhere. Uh, Triple H just goes to the corner, with, finishes himself thing off. Let's thing out. Yeah, turns the corner. <laughs> ask, ask Trish to excuse herself. And, uh, you got to finish this up. Yeah, and then and then leaves. Um, the attitude there, they got her away with murder then, man. Show guys finishing themselves off and everything. I guess so. It's crazy. I guess so. Um, I missed a couple. Which one did I miss? Hmm. Oh, no. I mean, I didn't miss that many. I, I misnumbered them. That's what I missed. Some of them, at least. <laughs> Anyways, talk about this not this non-match that happened. So, it was supposed to be. So, Asuka comes out first. She's just cutting a promo, talking hella crap to Nia Jax. It's great. Yeah, it was great. It's amazing. Uh, Shayna comes, comes out. out. Yeah, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler comes out. And Shayna uh, just comes out and immediately pulls Asuka out of the ring. Starts beating her up ringside. Yeah. Tosses uh, 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 a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Then Asuka. Yeah. Tosses her into a ladder. Uh, Naya then tosses Shayna to the barricade. Goes after Asuka. Asuka kicks Naya one side. Shayna kicks her on the other side. And then Shayna drops Asuka with the clothesline. Um, Shayna sets up the ladder against the ring steps. Oscar tosses her into that. Uh, Naya shoves, just like basically bulldozes Asuka. Mm-hmm. And then they're back in the ring. Naya, Bell hasn't rung yet. Naya picks up a ladder, hits Oscar and Shayna with it. They roll out, and then they just hit Naya's music. Yeah, I was so confused because here's the thing about this: both Oscar and Shayna Baszler, they were just sort of nursing what had just happened. They weren't knocked out, they weren't laid out, they weren't injured beyond like actually starting the match. Was that I did not see? Was there a ref out there? No, there was not a ref in the ring. Why? What? What was this all about? 
It was lame. That's what it was about, Steve. Here, okay. So this is the only silver lining I can think about this. Well, no one had to take a pin. Yeah, well, I got that. I, well, I don't care about anybody but Oscar. Oscar didn't have to take a pin. Because out of the three of them, we both figured she'd be the one to take a pin if it was going to get to that. Yeah. I was like, how are they going to get out of this? This is no DQ. There's literally no way to get out of this. This is how they get out of it. They don't have the match they advertise. Damn it. Well, why didn't I think of that? They always find ways to swerve me. Yeah, uh, they're more clever than you are, Steve. That's why. Why did Nia's music, who's, what, kayfabe, what, backstage, who's back, backstage saying, this match never started. Should we run somebody's music? No, it never started. Nobody won. They don't get their music. Nia Jax is standing there with a ladder. She stood tall, though. She knocked her opponents out of the ring. They're like, we need some music. It can't just Maybe end awkwardly. Maybe it was awkwardly. a match, and it was a hit your opponents with a ladder out of the ring match. <laughs> she oh. won. Hit her music. I feel like this is something that would happen in 2K20. <laughs> I, know. I know. It's like in my career mode. It happens. You're like, is that a glitch? No, like that's how the game is programmed. <laughs> that's just how they wrote it. That's just how they wrote the game. Oh, now they're in the cafeteria. Now they're talking oh, to Xbox. Yeah. Why is Xbox, Xbox there? Uh, after that, we had Lana and Lashley backstage. She's telling him how awesome he is, which is totally true. Lashley's great. I don't care what people say. And Bob's like, hey, I know I'm Lashley great. Lashley is great. Uh, he's like, but can you just not join me out there? And uh, she's like, whoa, what are you talking about? What? I, I'm I'm like a manager. I'm supposed to be out there. And he's like, "Uh, oh, you're a distraction. She's like, what? He says, you're so beautiful. I can't concentrate on what I'm doing out there. Why are you talking like Arnold? <laughs> I'm talking like Arnold. Look at you. You're amazing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, he's like, I can't concentrate. Then he had a match against Denzel Desjardins. Yeah, he uh, won that. Yeah, he won that. I literally stepped out for like a moment, and I was like, what am I doing? This is a jobber match. This is going to be. And then as soon as I finished, I thought it was done. I mean, Denzel did have the temerity to slap Bob Lashley in the face at one point. Well, you're going to do it, do it. I know. This was cool. It was quick and it was effective. Liv Morgan versus Ruby Riot. Yeah, it was good. Happened. Uh, this was cool because Ruby uh, got off her riot kick, and then Liv kicked out of that, that and crazy. Ruby freaked out because she's like, "You just buried my finish. What the hell? What is that all about?" And uh, I thought that was cool. I like that. That stuff. was really good. She's uh, talking crap. She's uh, like, I'm Liv. sorry I have to do this, Liv. And she's like, got her hair over the ropes, beating her up and stuff. And the ref's like, yeah, Liv's, up. Liv's trying to fight off Ruby. But yeah, she does, though, kind of. So then Ruby she... tosses her, uh, whips her into the ropes, which allows Liv to hit her uh, finish, which is called Oblivion. Oblivion. Which is a really fun looking finish right there. It is. Because what do you. I always like these finishes that can come out of nowhere. And the Irish whip is like the most standard move. Everybody does it to set up a new sequence. Bang! Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Out of nowhere, man. It's great. Heck yeah, dude. I liked it. Uh, after that, a- not as good. We had a live interview. She's out of breath. She just had a match. I imagine it's tough to do a promo right then. Oh, it was the content. It wasn't her. It wasn't her delivery. What is this crap all about? Byron says, so Liv, is this a new chapter in your life? All weird like. And then she's like, well, here's the thing. Like a lot of people my age, like, you know, mid 20s, still trying to figure out who I am. Like you no. And she's come, but she's confident what? she'll figure what? it out. What? No, what? No, what? I don't know. She's still like a lot of people my age. I'm still in your twenties. Did you ever think to yourself, "I'm still trying to figure out who Larson is"? I'm still trying to figure out who Larson is every damn day, man. <laughs> yeah, but now you're aware of it. In my twenties, I never thought to myself, "I need to find out what my identity is. I need to figure out who Steve really is." No, man. I was just going from one thing to the next to the next, well, like an in idiot. 20s, especially in my mid twenties, I probably thought that. I don't think. I don't like, think you did. I knew you in your mid twenties. You were not thinking that. Yeah, I think I was. Anyway, she said she'll figure it out, and I'm still trying to figure it out, too. Me, not her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next, more Triple H countdown. Number six is his win the 97 King of the Ring, not 96. He was punished and didn't win that one. Punishment over. He won a 97. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they do that, man? They should have done a top 10 of Triple H's punishment for that year. Why, or hey, it was. why was it? the? Uh, I missed one. Why wasn't him uh, 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 bullying Earl Hebner and getting him the title back on this list? That's like peak Triple H in my mind. I thought that was going to be when they did the Rock one. They were like, oh, this is for the title. And I was like, oh, cool. They're going to do the Jericho thing when he bullies uh, Earl Hebner. Oh, because it's Jericho. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) And Earl. Because they were going to show show Jericho, the AEW former champion. Yeah, they might be able to do that if if it's him essentially being humiliated. They might have done that. Maybe no way, man. Do some man, editing, so I popped so hard when Jericho won. That would talk about like freaking heel heat, right? I was pissed when Triple H got that reversed, yeah, and you I love Triple H. Pissed, and I love Triple H. Oh boy, you were wrapped up in that story. I love Jericho, man. He's great. He is great. Next Nia interview, Charlie says, "Hey, can you explain your actions tonight?" Uh, and Nia says, uh, "Ask what she can do about her actions," and she says, "Nothing." What can Asuka do about my actions? Nothing. What can Shayna do about my actions? Nothing. What can anybody do about my actions? Well, here, let me answer it for you, Charlie. And then she shouts nothing at her. Yeah. And then leaves. I'll be honest. I kind of like that. I like the problem. all right. I thought it was fine. It was all right. That was good. It was all right. Next, uh, not as good. War Raiders. Viking Raiders. They're not doing the uh, rolling through the streets of Orlando in SUV anymore. They got the red light behind them. Uh, they put her to Street Profits, but they said their share, shared history tells... A truth, they've never beaten the War Raiders. It's like, you won the XD titles after we left. You won the Raw tag titles after we couldn't because uh, injury. Uh, uh, you can't really call yourself the best until you beat us. Essentially. That's true. That is true. After that, Triple H countdown, top 10 for the win. Number five. Number five. Five. NXT invades SmackDown. This happened like three weeks ago. This is yeah, very recent. Yeah. It was a cool moment, though, and they had Randy Quaid driving the, the Jeep, so that was neat. 
That was cool. Uh, uh, next, Akira Tozawa versus returning Jinder Mahal. And he got a haircut. It's all close cropped. He's got a big old bald spot going right there. He needs to grow it out long. So he, yeah, it's it's like, kind of like your hair. It is like my hair. He needs to grow it out long because like well, when it's long, it's like nice and thick. Either you cut, you grow it really long, or you just cut it all off. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he should have left a little bit there. He should have just gone completely bald, or grew it out, or grew it completely out. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, he won. Coloss. He's still jacked. He still looks great. Uh, expect a feud between him and Drew uh, at any moment. Good for Akira Tozawa, though, man. He's all over the place these days. He's like, whatever. I don't have like you know a family to go to or nothing. I'm just gonna. I'm just chilling in the you know Orlando, my mm-hmm. condo. Hanging out with Apollo, Ricochet. Mm-hmm. After that, Andrade and uh, Zelina Vega had another interview. Charlie wanted to ask Andrade another quick question. Zelina was like, no. And if you want to, next time, you got to ask me first. You got to go through me. And Andrade's like, see. And then uh, Dirty Horny Garza steps in, and he's like, hola, Charlie. Uh, we should have the sex on each other. And she's like, okay. And he gives her a rose that's attached to a condom. He's like, I don't go in raw. Moving on. Triple H's countdown. Wow. Number four. Four. Triple H impersonates Vince. I feel like they could have done better than this. Yeah, I kind of feel like this. they didn't really touch on like even his best stuff. No. No. It was like the finding moments was uh, the, the whole thing. Was, it even, was him winning his title the first time you'd on this? No. That seemed like the very definition of a defining moment. Did he beat Jericho um, for it? No, he beat Mankind for it. Because Mankind beat Stone Cold, I think, the night before. Because Stone yeah, Cold didn't want... They should have made that number five. Stone Cold doesn't want a job to Paul Levesque. There you go. Uh, next, we got Andrade versus Apollo Crews. This is a really fun match uh, early on. Um, uh, Apollo goes for the moonsault off the apron. Andrade gets out of the way. He lands on his feet, but he sells knee. So Andrade drops from the clothesline back of the ring. Andrade is focusing his ana- his attack on that knee. Uh, goes, you know, some back and forth. Um, ultimately, though, uh, towards the end, they're on the top, brawling. Andrade goes for a superplex. Paulo Cruz uh, knocks him off of the headbutt. Goes for a crossbody off the top. Uh, Andrade ducks. Cruz lands on his feet. Sells knee. Andrade is over there trying to follow up. Uh, ref, Drake, keeps him back. Checks on Cruz, calls for the bell. Too injured to continue. Yeah. <laughs> Asian Asian Murr says, number one should be that funny Triple H face when he's lifting weights. H-face. H-face. That's H-face. H-face. That's H-face. <laughs> and so, uh, subsequently, we get a, a, a brief interview with him backstage, Apollo Cruz, that is, not H-face, um, where uh, he, he's asked by Charlie, you know, like, what's going on? Uh, he's holding back tears. And he just walks out. And after Raw, we learn that he has been pulled from Money in the Bank. Now, Glad there's still an episode. They're either going to put somebody else in there or, look, man, this is going to go one of, one of two ways. They built him up relatively to the point where it will just it was just done to make Andrade look good, which is entirely possible. Or they're doing it to actually build up Apollo Crews so that next week... He can come in on one leg and say, hey, let me prove that I can still be in money in the bank. I mean, they might say, hey, we have somebody in line to take your place. Hey, let me fight for it. And it's going to be like Austin. What's his face? Theory. Theory. Yeah. Or Garza. Yeah. I was going to say Austin Aries. 
Um, that'd be shocking. Uh, that'd be pretty surprising. They're like, they're like, you know, who's going to be in this match? Uh, to Hootie Miles, and he's like, oh, I can beat him on one leg, and he does, and then he gets in. That would be <laughs> rad if Apollo Crews was able to beat a guy on one leg to get into the Money in the Bank match. That would be really cool. That would be cool. Um, I fear that's not going to be the case, but I mean, who else? Is there anybody that's like obvious to take his place besides one of uh, Zelina's guys? To sort of even no, the odds? It's, it's, it'd be the, one of them would be the obvious choice. Probably, yeah. Probably Garza would be the most obvious choice. Or the Big Show. After that, we had... Uh, Street Profits promo. Yeah. So they're and they kind of talk some trash about uh, the Viking Raiders rolling through Orlando in the SUV, uh, saying it was carpool karaoke, yet they weren't singing. But then they, they stuck a more serious tone and, and said, you know what, they're right. We've never beat them. Uh, so what do you say next week? Uh, Raw tag team title match. Uh, Street Profits. Viking Raiders. Yeah. Oh, that was good. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, then they had a bit of a time filler, the clip from the Becky Lynch WB24. I guess they get, you know, Becky hasn't been on TV in a while. They need to keep her on fans' minds, so they'll just roll a clip. It was a good clip. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, after that, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander versus Everrise, NXT's Everrise. Booner time. I feel like this is a bit more uh, competitive than uh, it really should have been. Yeah, I, I agree guess if with the that. end game of this match was uh, 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 MVP showing up at the Tron saying, hey, you got a match against Thorne and Vink next week. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense that, that uh, Ricochet and Cedric wouldn't easily uh, beat an NXT team. Are they still doing main event? Who? Cedric WWE. And Ricochet? WWE. Oh, I don't know. I don't okay. Because this like screams main event. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, MVP. We'll see how that goes. Either they're going to try to make something out of Vink and Thorne, which is highly unlikely. Or, yeah, like you said, MVP's like, ha, huh, I tested you. Here's the contract to sign. You passed. You passed. MVP After unlimited. that, Triple H countdown, top 10 for the win. Number two. Two, DX Invasion. Boy, they love that. They love showing that. I've seen that so many damn times now. Me too. Anyways. More but uh, better, Steve. Yeah, so that's <laughs> when, what? I said more but better, Steve. <laughs> that needed to be on there. See, that's what we should do, our own Triple H moments, and just get that clip and run that. So, yeah, it would be the more but better is number one. The Jericho uh, yeah. bullying number two, yeah. Um, H face number three, yeah. Uh, that some... gif of him doing the flop that was pretty good. Oh no, that's a really good moment actually. The the the, uh, the long flop. Yeah, yeah, that was good. What was what is uh, number four? In, in, in end of an era, we did the he's back like this, and then gave the crotch chop to to Undertaker. <laughs> That's number five, crotch chop uh, to end of an era. Yeah. Okay. One. Uh, K- Katie Vick's not on there. <laughs> hold on a second. One was uh, morbid better. Yeah. Two was uh, Jericho. Mm-hmm. Three was H. Four was shit. What was four? Five was the crotch oh, the flop. Chop. The long flop. Oh, the long flop. Yeah. All right. What's six? These are these are good. Yeah, this is great. Um, six, uh, not winning King of the Ring '96. No, uh, CM Punk almost making him cry at that uh, <laughs> Cena contract signing. We talked about the chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's really good. Uh, uh, seven, uh, bearing uh, well, uh, 
Anything about like him trying to bury Roman Reigns with the cross? Shot? No, seven. No, seven is uh, uh, yeah, that's ten. Seven is when he was at that meeting. It, it said Sheamus should be facing the company. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ten is. Oh, number eight has to be when he went to Vince's office and apparently politic to get in the main event of WrestleMania 15. <laughs> that's gonna be on there. Okay, uh, main event. 15 which of course didn't happen oh 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 can nine be can nine be outside uh the locker room when uh bret hart's wife was running him down i didn't know i didn't know you that's knew good. Good. you that's knew good. hunter that's good our list is way better mrs hart <laughs> and then 10 crotch chop roman Oh no! Wait a second. <laughs> Survivor Series from like a year or two ago. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just a big goof for him. It was literally just him laughing his way through like the biggest angle of like the fall. Oh yeah, that man, was ridiculous! What a great list that is. That's fantastic. Number one on their list is when he came back from tearing his quad. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no uh, more, but better. <laughs> no, certainly not. <laughs> I mean, who? what's more defining to one's career, one's <laughs> legacy, than saying Seamus should be the number one guy? <laughs> really? Oh, just because he probably is good at doing press. And CM Punk is, like, not. Yeah. Uh, finally, main event segment, uh, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre contract signing, Lawler moderate, but he was out of there quick, so it got good pretty fast. Um, Seth was wearing a pretty cool suit. Nothing too uh, out of the ordinary, but mm-hmm. it looked sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew hits the ring, and thank you, Drew. First thing he does is says, Lawler, you should get out of here because uh, violence is going to happen. And Lawler's like, yeah, I think I better. We don't see him again. Fantastic. Yeah, he quantum um, leaped out of there. Yeah, Drew gets in, immediately signs the deal, puts it in front of Seth, and says, go ahead, sign it. And Seth hesitates. And, Drew, and he asks Drew if he thinks that he wants this. Is this no. What you, this is not what I want, Drew. I have to do this, Drew. I have to do this, Drew. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's larger than both of us. He says, Drew, you're going to be a, a great champion someday. You're a warrior, but you're not a leader. I am a leader. And Seth says, I, I'm, it has to be me that carries the burden of being champ. And I don't want to crush your dreams, Drew, but I got to do this for the greater good. Someday it'll make sense to you. And when it does, find me and I'll lead you too. Mm-hmm. And Drew's just like, wow, Seth, thank you for that passionate, enlightened speech. You know, things are clear to me now. You are completely full of shit. Yeah, that was great. He said S. Yeah, and he says, where are your followers at? Where's Murphy? They're not here. Oh, let me guess. That's not your fault because nothing's ever your fault. Um, and he says, uh, I will not let you win this championship under any circumstances, but I got some advice for you. One, shut your mouth. Stop talking forever. Yeah, this is No good. one wants to hear you talk. This is good Twitter advice right here. It really is. Uh, he says, you manage to stick your foot in your mouth and your head up your ass all at the same time when you open that. That was that, awesome. That mouth of yours. Two, finish the job. Go for the throat. Because uh, that's what I'm going to do at during our match at May of the Bank. Um, and he says, uh, and Seth says, well, at May of the Bank, the picture will be clear and Drew will be better for it. Uh, he starts to tell Drew to have faith. Drew grabs his head and just <laughs> rams it into the table. Uh, it was so fluid. That, that was the cool thing. Like the, the thing about this contract signing is that there was nothing awkward, no stumbles, and it was so, like, to the point. Um, it wasn't, like, too talky or anything. Everybody made their point. 
and was very effective with everything. So he, yeah, he, he, he dumps his head on the table. Seth goes flying back. Um, Drew picks up the table and just tosses it out of the ring. Oh my god, with ease! That was great because they went to the long shot and he just and he just chucked it. It was awesome. Did the same with the chair. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Uh, he drops headbutt him with a Seth. headbutt. Yeah. yeah, sets up for the claymore. He does a three-two-one thing, but then Bunny, co- Bunny, <laughs> Bunny, Buddy comes in, uh, attacks Drew. He helps up Seth. Seth's like, whoa, and then he hugs him. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. I love you. And then, uh, and then Drew runs in for the claymore, and Buddy pushes Seth out of the way, and he eats a claymore instead. Mm-hmm. Seth goes out. He leaves the ring. And uh, uh, Drew is just sort of sitting there laughing at him, and he's got the contract with him. He's holding the contract and pointing at it. We're gonna fight now, Seth. Drew is yeah. the best. He's no, he is, and this is this is a great segment. And this this is the kind of this is the kind of Drew that like I want to see. I don't want to mm-hmm. see like because when he was talking to Seth, man, he was dead serious. Yeah, he had passion and intensity in his eyes. Yeah, it was terrific. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Drew is the best. Let's do some questions. We got a couple, uh, at least one new uh, sub here from TC Portland 11. Thank you very much. Hey, here's a reminder, too. If you guys are subbing to us on the Twitch, that effectively acts as, to a degree, uh, a a pledge on Patreon as well, at the very least, or or YouTube channel membership, in that you get access to the bonus stuff that we put up. Whenever we put up a bonus thing, whenever we're about to go live with a bonus episode, Frendo Club TV, a 10 for the win, whatever, uh, or like a vintage 10 for the win, rather, uh, we we I get on Twitch and I send that link out to all our Twitch subs. So even like the Twitch Prime subs, you still get access to that bonus stuff. Correct. Uh, Cone Quest said Apollo said, uh, "What did the five fingers say? The face slap." <laughs> uh, Nikhil power rank the following gunshots: Apollo slap, uh, Osprey chopping Okada. Oh, uh, Walter that's, chops. Mm-mm, no, it's McIntyre chops. It's Okada Osprey. It's yeah, that was that was probably the best chop in history. Yeah, it's pretty high up there. Uh uh Scott I, Hill Jr. Oh, I'll I'll go. I'll ahead, go. Go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. Scott Hill Jr. Who does the metho- <laughs> who does the methodical pace benefit? Kevin Nash. He's very methodical. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that reference from? I have no idea, but I think he's just talking in general with wrestling. Oh. That when wrestlers are very methodical. I remember they always used to say that about Kevin Nash and WCW because he was just slow. It was slow. It's just slow wrestling. Um, Okada. Okada can work at methodical pace and still tell a really interesting, good story. I think in general, it benefits uh, lumbers. <laughs> exactly lumbers um idk jose give the new wb game a chance steve uh well i'm not gonna buy it i don't have 60 bucks to spend on some piece of crap i'm gonna play for 10 minutes what if it's, what if it's not 60 bucks it could be cheaper if it's if my my breaking point is 30 if That's it's 29.99 i will totally buy it i will do that i'll give it a shot i'll stream it right here on the channel um if they have online player ability um, I would love for you to hop on and we can uh, go through some stuff. So yeah, I'm thinking it, it, nothing else is good for some content. My upper no, you, you know how gaming content does here, dude. Uh, for the patrons, if there's customizability, yeah. If there is, my upper limit is forty dollars. Okay, all right. Sixty is a non-starter. Not all a right. chance that's going to be worth sixty bucks. All right, I'll, I'll take that bolt for us then. Uh, Dang MQ Denzel Desjardins. 
has had more appearances on Raw and SmackDown than NXT. That's true. I think he's only been in NXT a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Longheavy says Apollo Cryface for the thumbnail. That was legitimate uh, acting Cryface. Yeah, that was good stuff. That was good was stuff. Good. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. At this point, the thumbnail, should it be Apollo Cruz, like sure, Apollo removed from Money in the Bank? Yeah, say like Apollo stars that is removed or something like that. The highs and the lows, you know? We got some time. Uh, Enforcer, thank you for the sub. Hugh Long, heavy that time he rode a motorcycle, but with no specifics. Triple H, that time he rode a, rode a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened a couple times. Uh, Diehard Homer said is one of the Triple H's top ten when he uh, drugged Stephanie and married her. No. That's mm-hmm. that's like that's act- that was actually a pretty funny story beat. There's nothing uh, in our list that's actually like intentionally good. Yeah. Except for the that. except for number two, the Jericho stuff was actually yeah, that was actually really uh, that good. Was Harvest, awesome. Harvest MG five, top ten triple H moments, R V D complimenting on his spitting skills. I don't remember that. Alex Foster, if you had to audition for Andrade and Zelina's faction, what would you say slash do to convince them? I would say Hola, mi nombre es Esteban. Y soy uh, uh, Rudo Perfecto. Oh. Uh, y uh, soy uh, me huevos es muy grande. What's what's very large? Me huevos. Yeah. What does that mean? My balls. That's what I thought. Muy grande. Y uh, yeah, that's good. I'd say, hi, my name is Steve. Um, I'm the perfect bad guy, and I have huge balls. <laughs> Por favor, trabajo. <laughs> Con tú. <laughs> Please, I work with you. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mr. Sinister said, the way you said it, you're just saying one ball is huge. Yes. <laughs> Correcto. Correcto mundo. Correcto mundo. Uno huevo es grande. Otro huevo un poquito. Oh, man. Very small. <laughs> Glamorous Josh, Nia Jax, go back to NXT, or that just be a waste of spot that could be used on someone better? Should who what now? Nia Jax, go back to NXT. No, she didn't go back to NXT. She should have five moves of doom, damn it. Uh, Methodical tag team. team. Uh, IDK Jose, will you guys ever do WB pay per view watch alongs again? Yeah, we did for WrestleMania. We we always do those. Those are very profitable for us. We sit here, do nothing, and then we get money. People give us money. Uh, I am Twitcher eighty seven. Which two people in WB do you want to see host a ten for the win style segment? One of them is Biggie. Oh wow, yeah. And then which one would be the Larson? Oh, what about Adam Cole and Big E? That'd be good. That's a good pairing right there. I That'd like good. that. That'd be good. Uh, White Brownie 92, Triple H's number one moment is hog pen match. That's a terrible match. <laughs> uh, Stevie Bradley says, wait for Black Friday yearly 2K games are always half off. As If it's half off of $29.99, I'll get it. I'm not getting That's half off you. of 60 because it's still technically 60 like in if, spirit at sixty. Only, only if you even if you just pay thirty for it in spirit at sixty, so that's a non-starter. 
I'm going to go there and say, hi, I'd like this game. And they're like, oh, $30. I'm like, it says it's half off. And they're like, yeah, typically it's a $60 game. I'm like, no, this is not a $60 game. This is a $30 game at best, so can I have a 15 Your now? bartering skills uh, uh, need some work there. Think so? Ryan K. Lamb, Steve, she just tells Alina that you're Aerostar. Do I look like a man who like No, because then she'd be like, okay, prove it. Go up 50 feet and then fall. No, more so. Maybe she's watched Lucha Underground. Time travel. Soar through the cosmos. Yeah, exactly. I can't do any of those things. Can't I have one that. huge ball and one really small ball. That's my mm -hmm. selling point. I mean, that alone is going to preclude you from doing a lot of things. <laughs> exactly. uh, Including oddly wrestling. <laughs> I know. Sky Otonic, here's my question. How do you win a no DQ match versus yourself? Note, there is no knockouts or countouts. You just follow the bat, put your own arm over you, and count your own pin. Yeah, exactly. What's, what's so hard with that? Or just tap out. Just lay in your tummy and tap out. Uh, Andrew Berg. So who is staying on those Walmart futons at the Performance Center during tapings? Where did he see those? I don't know. Are there people sleeping at the Performance Center? Is I'm kind of curious. Is that, is that the hotel they've uh, sequestered? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's that weird warehouse next door that like half the matches take place now. Yep. <laughs> They're doing that uh, match with Gargano and Champa, and you see like Akira Tozawa like rolling over, and he's like underneath a cardboard box. Gosh, keep it down. I know, keep it down over there. Uh, Matt Field, if this title reign of Drews goes on for a while, like a CM Punk type reign, do you think he should slowly turn into an arrogant heel? And how would you book it? I mean, if it makes sense, if it's a way to add dimension to the character, so it's not just the same thing over and over again. Be cool if they did like a meta Brock Lesnar type story, you know, where he like actively openly was like, oh, money in the banks next week. I'm not going. It's not in my contract. Yeah. But Brock kind of did that anyway. So, yeah, like they uh, made that story. Berg the Great says MVP lounge couches were futons. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Those are probably not comfortable. Probably not. I, you know, I slept on a futon, like a really bad one, for like a year in my twenties. Again, in your twenties, you miserable. could like it just doesn't matter. Like, and I slept fine. I banged on that. I think you can do all sorts of shit in your twenties and be fine. I slept on a futon, and I think I took that futon with me. Different like when I moved to different like apartments, I was like, oh, yeah. let me bring that futon. I mean, back then it's the furniture you have you can't be too picky. Yeah, I know, exactly. Uh, let's see, Wolfpack for Life. How great would a Samoa Joe Triple H commentary duo be? Oh, That'd be pretty fun. It'd be great. Who would want that? Fun. Dog uh, Authority Figure says, I can't think of a question, but I'd just like to say thank you, Stephen Larson, for the content you put out and how active you guys are with the friendos. I had a stressful day working from home, and I've been feeling isolated in my apartment, but I always look forward to listening to your videos. It's much appreciated. Well, thank you for the kind words, and hopefully you don't thank feel you. so isolated listening to us ramble and act thank like idiots. Uh, Stevie Bradley asked, what was the worst year of your 20s? He says, mine was 23. I wonder why his was 23. What happened when he was 23? I don't know. I have to ask him that. Mine was when I was 26. Um... Probably 20 because I was 20 and everybody I hung out with was 21. So I couldn't go to a bar. Nope. 
But it's not like you nerds went to bars anyways. Nope. You losers. Uh, so, I mean, maybe when I was 20, because, like, we were still in college. Yeah. Um, but then we just buy, like, Jeff or I just buy beer and just bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, college was fine. I don't know. I don't. I don't recall having any particularly bad years in my twenties. When I was twenty six or so, I think I went through like I don't know a bad breakup, but I don't. Know, I got dumped by somebody that I really liked. Yeah, that took me a couple months to get over. Kind of. I don't know. I just watched a lot of The West Wing. Mike Nichols, six hard workers right here. There are some silver linings with this pandemic. Garza and Theory would not have had this opportunity otherwise. They are kicking. This is stream of consciousness from Mike Nichols here. <laughs> he says they are kicking butt. I think he's watching the six man tag as he's writing this. Blake Whitehouse, oh, do you is. think? Yeah, that, that's it. Do you think Andrade will have a similar career to Rusev? No, I think no. he'll have a vastly better one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Forrester mentions why he had a bad uh, year 23. Says meth pr- problem really bad. Oh, shit. Damn, Enforcer. That's heavy, dude. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, it's good to see that he got out of it. So, I know. I know. He, I would never, like, looking at his face, he doesn't He doesn't have a meth face. Like these days, because you can tell meth face. It's all sunken in and weird. And he's, like, got a normal dude face. So good job kicking that one, Stevie Bradley. You, that's rough. I've never done meth before, Larson. Have you? No. Don't lie. I've not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really a drug guy. No, you're not. I like booze. That's about it. I'm out of whiskey. Uh, let's see here. Uh, James Rodriguez, can we take a moment to appreciate how well timed that Claymore to Buddy was in the last segment? Yeah, it was great. Oh, man. It was rad. Yeah, Drew's timing on that is always impeccable. All out of questions on this end. Oh, All wait, wait, let me, let me let me check the Discord really quick. Like, lately, the Discord has not been showing up for questions. Sometimes they do, other times not so much. Uh, let's see here. All right. Ah! Today, ah, here we go. Uh, Alex Foster. So, considering Seth was dressed like he was ready for a GTA heist, what wrestlers would you guys have in your heist group? I feel like individually, and members of the Undisputed Era, but collectively, we've seen that they're uh, quite bumbling as a unit. Yeah, no good. No good. Um, Dexter Loomis. Yeah. Because he could just appear out of nowhere. I'd get all the teleporters. Dexter well, I mean, Loomis, Bray Wyatt, you Randy gotta have Orton. Seth. Seth's the architect. you got to have him in there. Uh, he is where is his crew now? Buddy showed up after weeks of not, and then yeah. Akam can only hang out with Rizar apparently, so they're yeah. out of action. No, Seth. Maybe it's a situation there. where really Rizar is friendly with Seth, Akam not so much. Oh yeah. So Rizar is 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 out, and he's like, well, I mean, I could get close with Seth, but that's kind of awkward because we've been hanging out for months, and I've like said three words to him. <laughs> yeah, he's like. He's more of an acquaintance than a friend. Exactly. I'm not really Doesn't that close right. with him. Doesn't feel right. Yeah. No, I've uh, had I've had that plenty of times. Like, I don't know. There's been, like, several people in, like, our social circle 
that like I've maybe said two words to, and like I'm like I don't know this person. Like I'm too old to like start trying, you know. So it's like, well, why am I going to bother at this point? That's not true. I just I just friendly nod now if I see okay. these people. All right. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, champ. Uh, uh, toaster oven. What wrestler should get their own sitcom next? It should be the New Day. Give them a TV show. Okay, let's go for like non-active though, Dex- like big oh, show. Oh, uh, Kane. Oh, yeah, but then yeah, okay, yeah, Kane's good. I just, he was on Twitter talking about like you know, like two weeks ago talking about reopening the government and how this whole thing is like just a whole bunch of nothing. Oh, that's I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> I'm saying no sitcom because of his politics. All right. Um, uh, a major dad reboot with Sergeant Slaughter. You can't do that, man. <laughs> Let's stick with Kane. I like Glenn Jacobs, man. I think that he's funny, but it's just sometimes he'll tweet things, and I'm like, that's all right. Anyway, do you fo- do you follow him on Twitter? Uh, I think I did until that one, and I was like, well, I'm not on the same page as this guy. I did. No, he does a lot of good community stuff. Like his Twitter, by and large, is actually very positive. It's very like. You know, he's like talking to firefighters and shit. And I think that he's got, I think he's a smart dude. I think he's probably got some decent ideas. But like, I don't know. Uh, the enforcer, Brock on his land for a TV show. It's more of a wallpaper. It's like the Yule log. <laughs> it's yeah. Brock sitting there looking out at his land. And that's the show. I'd watch that shit. Yeah. I'd watch that. Oh, that's good. Jonathan and Michael Hayes sitcom. Who did he date that we were like, what the hell? Rosa Mendez. Oh, my God. That's a that's a reality show I'd watch in a heartbeat. The Freebirds reality show. Yeah, man. Doot, doot, doot. That'd be great. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with a news brief. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.